Hey, what's up, guys? It's C-Stacks, and welcome back to This Week in Versus. I am joined today by Bert. What's happening, Anchor YouTube? It's your boy, Black Arcade! And we got Scott. Hey, everybody. And today we are also joined by Vito from the Build Better crew. That's teamattackpodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into it. We got some X-Files stuff to talk about. We've got some Spider-Friends stuff a little bit. Uh, we've got, we're going to talk about those pesky Outriders. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about, so let's go ahead and get into it. Let's start with some of the smaller topics first. Uh, so since we last talked, we now have uh, seen all the names for the upcoming uh, Spider-Friends arc. Uh, what's it called? The Verse. Uh, so February, the set will be Friendly Neighborhood, March will be Spidey Foes, and April is called Webheads. Uh, now this doesn't give us a whole lot of information as to what these sets are going to look like. They're kind of generic as far as, far as uh, Spider Friends uh, goes. Uh, but what are your guys' thoughts on this, and do you have any predictions for these sets? Whoever wants to go first. Spider Hand. Spider Hand. And, and Webheads. That's all I want. That's it. Spider Ham? Yeah. I'm done. Bert, what are your thoughts I mean, on these uh, set names? I'd like to see uh, some Spider-Punk up in there and some Superior Spider-Man. That's all. Superior Spider-Man would be awesome. I think we talked about that yeah. last week. Hell yeah. I mean, the name the names are whatever. Not hugely interested. But the fact that they're sticking to the Spider-Verse and going more the cinematic route, like that gets me hugely excited because there is so much... like spider universe out there and they can go so many cool directions um i would love to see for the foes of spider-man i would love to see them hit some of the ultimate enemies some of the uh maybe some of the spectacular or superior spider-man enemies and just bring in you know stuff we've never seen before something more than just xx with climb right i want i want, I want some fun mechanics yeah something I feel like there's a lot of room in Spider-Verse to get crazy and flavorful with it, and I, hopefully they'll do something really interesting with that stuff. My main question yeah. I have from this is, like, so, like, I really hope we don't get a new villains team. Like, either put it on supervillains or expand on Sinister Six or something like that. I think we have enough villain teams. I hope that it is an expansion of Sinister Six, but I don't know what they're going to do there because they could easily... so. What I, what I would like to see, I think the best scenario for me would be an expansion of Sinister Six, an expansion of Underworld, and an expansion of um, the villains themselves. Oh, because that's that's all that's all Spider-Man's villains really are, is Kingpin's crew, the Sinister Six, or just random bad guys. Homie, supervillains and crime lords are already stacked, though. Don't give them more they, Of course they are. Just but, listen, just fill out Sinister Six. That first box, so what is that friendly neighborhood? That's got to be a chunky 200-card box, dude. Come on now. Spider-Friends all up in that piece, and Sinister Six as well. Now I'm just hoping way... it's not a new Spider-Heroes spider, spider Heroes group. There's no way they make they a new do. spider team. No way. Absolutely not. I really they hope do. so. I think they will. <laughs> I think they will make a new Spider-Villains group, and it'll probably be Symbiotes. And they may just run the gamut on the symbiotes. Uh, the symbiote yeah, stuff I, that's gone on in the comics is really cool. Like I think you I'm can actually okay with that. Expand on okay. Sinister Six because the team's actually called Sinister Syndicate, and then the main characters have the Sinister Six keyword. So you right. could just like make main characters for that team that don't have the Sinister Six keyword that function like normal main characters. Well, and there's a million Sinister Syndicate characters. Like, yeah. who who have we not seen yet? Scor Scorpion didn't get an MC. Chameleon didn't get an MC. Um, Rhino. I know Carnage. Rhino. A lot of people would love to see a Carnage MC. Oh, I would love to see a Carnage MC. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I would love to see like a Carnage MC like as his own thing. He doesn't have the Sinister Six keyword. He has a level one and a level two like normal, just on the Sinister Syndicate team. I think that would be really cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I, um, I would even I would even love a uh, a Wilson Fisk like Sinister Syndicate team or or uh, 
What was his kid's name? What was the son? What was Fisk's son name? Wesley. Wesley. Wesley Fisk with his freaking. He'd he'd have a level. He'd it'd be three levels, and he would have his night classic '90s Spider-Man cartoon like Mecha Spider, where he's got his little he's got his little wheelchair. <laughs> his and little wheelchair. It goes thing, into yeah. the it, go, it goes into the Megazord, and he's just all equipment based to be dope. That would be cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a lot of room in this uh, uh, spider set for, for some really cool stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, moving on to the next thing, uh, kind of just a small thing. I uh, wanted to keep people up to date on rulings because this is a, a ruling that's probably going to be pretty relevant come uh, the photo-only format. It involves Killmonger. Let me pull it up really quick. Uh, I know it was relevant to me because I had been playing it incorrectly. Um, but basically, so I'm just going to read directly from Chad's uh, post here. So we're talking about Killmonger. Uh, hopefully, if you don't know what Killmonger is, you can just go look it up. I'll put, like, the uh, database in the description or whatnot because I don't want to read Killmonger right now. Uh, but Chad says, as, as it is written, it is one power, not two separate powers. You will only get the printed powers of the MC you choose when Killmonger's power triggers. It is locked in at that time. So if the MC is face down when you play Killmonger, you get nothing. Um... So yeah, so basically Killmonger has to target a face-up main character to get those powers, and then now they're locked in. Uh, so what are your guys' thoughts on this? Do you think this is how Killmonger should work? Uh, and yeah, what are your guys' thoughts? I, I think, first of all, it has always been the case in this game that a face-down card, though it does have text, none of the text matters. Like, there is yeah. very little text on a face-down character that actually matters. So... For us to, in our mind, change the way that rule interacts just for Killmonger seemed ridiculous. Like, I, I feel like this is a very real, obvious rule, but the wording made it sound better than it was. So I, I'm totally fine with the ruling. I think that it's fair, accurate, makes sense, brings Killmonger down a couple steps because that card is nutty, even still. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I think it makes I have sense. I agree. In terms of card balance, it makes perfect sense. It brings it down a notch or two, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you have thoughts on this, Bert? Uh, I just want to point out that this rule, I was saying this the other day, this rule leads to people crashing their main on three just to dodge the, the throne taking. So don't do that. Just don't do that. Just play smart and, and out. Out the Killmonger. Don't kill yourself over over a four drop. It's dumb. <laughs> yeah, but in short, I think it makes perfect sense that like he he has to be able to see the main character to take it. Uh, so yeah, so uh, that's probably. I mean, that be... was a that was a common tactic um, in in the the mid high of verses where <laughs> when we when we had cards that would attack or target main characters you the safest place for them to be was face down that's true uh, when, when when me and john played that kingpin deck half of our turns we just were face down so that you didn't have anything to do freaking whoa whoa ripley her whole deck is i'm face down so you can't target <laughs> me <laughs> yeah yeah well we got some new characters that are gonna do that too because that's gonna be interesting all right, so let's talk about the Outriders, because uh, this is a conversation that's been going on over the last like week and a half on the Facebook page and whatnot. Uh, Ralph over at the Blues Effect posted a, a couple of videos talking about how basically trying it was a call to arms to the community to try to come up with a way to beat the Outriders uh, before Milwaukee so they don't just run the tables. Uh, so if you don't know what the Outriders are, they are the new uh, main character for the MCU villains. Uh, they are three ones with Swarm and Ferocious, and you start with six of these guys, and they have three health apiece. So you've got 18 attack Ferocious uh, and a total of 18 wounds for your opponent to get through. Uh, to add on top of that, their interaction with Grandmaster is, like, ridiculous. So Grandmaster, when your main character attacks an opponent's main character, gets two counters, and all six of your Outriders are going to get those counters. Um, so basically... Uh, the concern here is, uh, is Outrider too broken, uh, and uh, is the interaction with Grandmaster uh, too broken, I guess? What are your guys' thoughts on the potential of Milwaukee being OuTriderCon? Do you think it's a problem? Oh, man, I'll start. Uh, it took me a while to really understand 
how unreasonable the Outriders are, right? When you're talking about, like, they have the most health in the game, right? 18 health on a main, spread across three bodies. They have one of the most powerful keywords on the crack and the crack back. And they're on arguably the best team in photo. It's just, here we are in another situation where we have one main or mains, right? That looks like they could just take over everything. Um, it, it feels bad. It feels unreasonable. But, and as I'm sure Veets and Scott are going to tell you, you're not a, you're not you're not out of the fight yet. You just gotta you gotta keep your head down. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta read your photo cards. Really read them. Really really read them. There are outs. Those are my thoughts. And I and I think that it's a magical dreamland that everyone is living in, where you're gonna get everything you want out of these characters. Realistically, the smart player is only gonna swing two or three of the outriders at your MC so that they don't get blown out by something like a fog effect. Because Photo Universe has eight fog effects. Like you can just stop combat off rip. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. Combat's <laughs> over. <laughs> Oh, so you, you swing all six of your dudes at me, especially to get those grandmaster tokens, then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna turn I'm gonna turn your turn off. I'm gonna take my turn and I'm gonna bring those guys down with ranged. Because with your two tokens, your butt is still three. And every single one of my cards can stun a three defense character. Um, I'm gonna add to it. I I think they just showed you the Two, two MCs that can really give Outriders a good smack for their money, and that's the Bark Creature and the Bark Monster. They can hide together, or they can both have Monstrous together. Um, that alone, plus whatever plot twists you want to add to, count, to cancel, uh, I, I think is going to be able to give Outriders a run for its money. I really do. Now, I'm going to jump in. Because for those of you listening at home, Scott and Veach just schooled you up. But I'm going to add to the fact, shout out to the devs, shout out to Danny and Ben. They think they're slick because they printed, you're the last one, right? And we're supposed to be like, yeah, I have these four invincible blue cards against the Outriders, yeah. But if you look, really pay attention to what's going on right here right now. Really listen to what we're telling you. If you look through that photo binder right now, a lot of those photo mains got crop dusted out of playability. You can't touch them. You can't do it anymore. I'm mainly looking at Buffy. A lot of those homies, unplayable in a lot of situations because of 18 power for a strike, turn zero. But do your homework. And we're, we're going to talk about those X-Files homies because they might have some sexy sex for you. Let's, let's get into X-Files, yo. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little less optimistic about outriders like i think those cards are nuts man like so like 18 attack six main characters 18 health and the and they have ferocious like ferocious to me is just it's astounding that they all that and they also have ferocious i it's crazy to me um, i mean yes they in a, in a vacuum they have a lot of words but the the problem and i think the only thing that does make them unreasonable i'm gonna, I'm gonna jump to the other side of the fence here the only thing I think that makes them so powerful is this photo-only format. Because outside of photo in Illustrated, there are dozens of ways to stop them. There are ridiculous cards that just Comet Fall. The, the Comet Fall mechanic shuts down Outriders just off the bat. And I don't know. The, the photo-only format, yeah, I think they're going to be a little oppressive. But I'm sure that we're going to have plenty of ways to stop them. I do like Bark Monster and Bark Creature a lot. I don't think they're going to hold up against Outriders because, again, uh, Monstrous doesn't matter if you don't get to strike. But there are plenty of outs. Like, like yeah, uh, Bert's I been talking. There's a lot in the photo universe that people just sleep on. I think I'd, I'd have to – they just came out, so I'd have to kind of look at them. But I think there's potential there. Is all I'm saying. There's potential to be able to to deal with I them. Mean, Just the hanging the hiding. Paying a yellow and hiding is so good. Yeah. Like, yep. like you but, can you can just out you can just wait them out. You know who doesn't get counters 
because they can't attack your main. Outriders, yep. you're hiding. But but right. guys, <laughs> but guys, what about Mordo and Killmonger? I'll never be able to play superpowers, and my main character's never going to be able to do what they want. Mm. Well, what about that, huh? That's that's always been the case. Mordo is amazing. Mordo has been amazing <laughs> since he got launched. Mordo is like Cosmo oh Plus. Alright, Mordo is a great card. How are you not just always playing Mordo, Killmonger, Red Skull, uh who's on five that's really banging? Probably Hella, right? Eagle? Are you joking yeah, me? Those, Eagle? All those are People need to stop alright. Anyone listening, turn this off right now. Nothing we're going to say is important. Go to your photo binder and just read those cards again because they are incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's insane how good they are. And I'm so glad we're getting a format where we actually get to explore how good these cards are instead of just playing Thor, Mimic, Mystique, Rogue, or something else. Yeah, and I think people have already found some... There's there's some, some pretty solid uh, Outrider counters out there. Uh, there's Ghost, uh, main character who can't be struck in melee combat. Oh uh, man, Ghost is gonna make people cry. Yeah, there, there's stuff like uh, Scourge two drop who puts two minus one counters on two characters, stuns two of the yeah, outriders and, outright. And Ant Man on one is going to just eat an outrider. Yeah, take, like, yeah. So there are some anti outrider things that you can do. Um, just so like like to reference what Mr. Ben said in his podcast, which I'll, I'll link that down below because he talked about this at length too, is like, it always seems like we're in a balanced format and then like just before an event or just before a format starts, they throw a monkey wrench into it and we have That's a tier, what I was zero saying deck earlier again. too. That's what I was saying earlier too. Bro, prior to Outriders being spoiled, Photo actually looked like a healthy, like, like yo, almost I could get away open. with so many things. Yeah. But now, like... Now there's a boogeyman. There's that, that a bunch of mean... stuff you just can't play anymore. You right. can't play some of that and stuff. And I'm sure there's going to be any number of viable decks, but, like, now there's, like, a distinct boogeyman. You, like, you have to build... You're either playing Outrider or you're building for Outrider. Yeah. Um, or, like, I mean, just, like, Children of the Atom format was looking super promising until it wasn't anymore. <laughs> Dude, as soon as... Oh, man. Oh man! As soon as Rogue got got spoiled, we knew we were like, okay, all right, she's she's the Thor, right? That's how this is gonna be, and it changed it changed the whole format. There's always that one main. It seems one main comes in and is like, nah, I'm here now. What you gonna do about it? But and everybody kind of that gets also to leave the club. It sucks. But that also that that produces like to to tag on to what Mulholland said on Ben's post. It's like that produces a healthy meta. Having a boogeyman, having something to unite against, having something to tech against produces a healthy meta because then we're getting people building better decks rather than building nonsense. Like, I, I don't know. I, I like when there's a boogeyman because it gives me a deck building challenge. I mean, and that's what fine I, and all. What I, I don't I, like, I get that. What I don't like is OG Thanos. Like, <laughs> there isn't a way to beat that card back then. <laughs> Now, I don't know how fair he's going to be. Yeah, I mean... Uh, there's always a line. Yeah, I mean, I, I get all that, but, like, I'm tired of doing that all the time. Like, every format has a <laughs> has an S tier. Like, ugh. What, uh, what format were we looking at a couple ago that just felt like a super fair format? Where it was just like, we, we kept talking to Bert, and we're like, just play a fair deck. And he's like, I don't want to. I want to play degenerate deck. It was probably Singularity, <laughs> but... Commander ended up being Thor. Fake ass commander? You mean Agent Soul Gem and DP proceed to win? Hell no, that wasn't fair, dude. No, no I, way. I feel like I feel like Big Apple. Other than the oh no, the degenerate, no. the degeneracy no that is way. six. Big Apple was was lined up to be a very fair format. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was probably the fairest we've seen. I think. I don't know. Except no, no, we're not letting that slide. When you think, okay, so in New York battles, right? What teams mm -hmm. were in that joint? Uh, like three bad ones and the Sinister Six. No, it, it was it was <laughs> it was three bad teams, one quarter of a team, and two stupid, strong, yoked up post legacy, post new defenders teams. 
Who are you actually playing up in that piece? Who was top eight in packs that year? Crime Lords and Defenders, right? And the one the one lonely soldier Novadek? Get out of here, man. Inhumans didn't stand a chance in that format, dude. I'm telling you, if anyone had had the balls to actually play Karnak, they would have done so well. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Uh, I had a Karnak deck. I wasn't happy with it, so I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't make that deck that be just, happy. It I was, was so that format was so grimy, and it oh man, I just remember I'm looking at Flint and I'm like, why is this thing in my deck? This card is garbage. But you had to play him because there was a bunch of crap going down, and you didn't yeah, have that. That's a bunch of might makes right. I don't around. even. I don't even want to talk about this joint no more. <laughs> Woo! It's bird all worked up. Oh my lord! That—that's all we've been doing today is just like talking about stuff, and then Bert gets turned up, and then I get tight about something, and then we're just <laughs> mad all day long. You guys ripping on each other on your uh, team cast, huh? <laughs> team chat. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. Our I can see Bert killing us all day. <laughs> oh my lord! All right, let's what's, what's up? I was going to say, what's the next topic? Are we talking spoilers now? Yeah, we're talking X-Files spoilers now. So we've gotten two uh, X-Files spoiler articles since we last talked. Uh, We have, what are the names here? So this one, we have Trust No One, and we have Government Denies Knowledge. So I won't go over everything. We can just talk about... um, what we really just like. Hi- just hit the highlights. Yeah. Both and, both of these spoiler articles were amazing. Yeah, these this are, new set is um, super busted. Excited. About, <laughs> yeah, these are both two really good articles. And let me just say, like, I'm starting to get really excited for the X-Files box. Uh, everyone on here knows that I'm kind of like a, I'm kind of a photographic universe hater, and I think I shit on it the last two weeks. But... <laughs> With every spoiler article, like, this just, this box seems so fun. Like, I don't know, this just seems like it's going to be a real fun product just to just, play out of the box. It's it's Danny and Ben doing what I think that their gifting actually is, and that's making flavorful, fun play dynamics. Like, there is so much nifty, nuance, X-Files-y stuff in these boxes, and, like, it's it's weird because I'm reading the spoiler articles and feeling like I'm getting spoilers for the show because I've never actually watched any of the X Files. Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting like season seven level spoilers right now about this cigarette smoking man that I don't know anything about this character, but just based uh, off this uh, card, I already man. know <laughs> I already know too much about this character. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I was like, I was one who wasn't super on board with X Files joining Versus in the first place because I, I thought it wasn't like thematically a great fit, being like a combat-oriented game. I just didn't think it made a lot of sense. Like, it's just a bunch of, a bunch of FBI agents and stuff. But like, I think that led to like them ramping up the flavor. Like, there's some really cool design in there because I don't think it's an obvious fit, and to me that just makes it that much more fun. Well, and that's and that's what that's kind of what I was getting at. Like these, like Danny and Ben, they're twenty-five year veteran game card like card game devs. They know their stuff. They've made uh, original versus CCG, WoW CCG, a whole bunch of other things. So like they're really flexing their design muscles with the X Files stuff, and it's it's incredible how some a show that is arguably non-combative, like it's it's a mystery show kind of. I front I know about it. I don't. I don't even watch the show. But uh, it is. I've watched it a long time ago. And it got like, so far. But, but yeah, all the st- all the stats make sense. People who obviously would have guns arranged. People who aren't very like strong, like Sully. I think pretty sure Sully's like what, like a one five or something. She's she's a scientist, and like there's a lot of those like weaker front side characters in. So I don't know. I I'm very impressed with. Sorry, I'm getting getting a call in my apartment. Um, it's it's yeah. It's it's very interesting how there's not a lot of attack power on these cards, 
but there's a lot of internal power to these cards. Like the Lone Gunman, those have been my favorite spoil because we've got tw- uh, 12 characters who can all power each other up and get two different unique power-up abilities when they do so. Those cards are yeah. amazing. Those those are my favorite from last when we talked last week too. I really uh, enjoyed that mechanic. Yeah, because it fits them go too. If you've seen them in the show, well, but you don't have much of a choice really. If you look at the, uh, if you look a little bit at the breakdown of the sets, I mean, they are your only FBI one, two, and three drops. You know, it's like you don't have the one bad thing I think about this set is you don't have a lot of variety f- within your team because you're only oh, getting about like 15 teams. 50 <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's kind of you know compared to like villain the MCU villains or the heroes team these teams are going to be pretty limited so you're going to have to fill them out well there's also a lot of um, there's also a lot of handshaking going on between the teams. Like you don't yeah. have to build a straight FBI deck. It makes it makes more sense to do FBI and aliens, or I don't know. I, I, that's something that I really really like about versus is the ability to go off team, and yeah. we haven't seen a lot of that in the last few sets. What what I'm saying is this this set's gonna force it's it forces that pretty. I mean, there's just no way around it you're going to be forced into into looking at insightful combinations and stuff to get to where you want to go. And hopefully it won't be... Hopefully we'll see something different than longer, you know, the the slotted uh, what, what uh, Burton and uh, crew would call the slotted, you know, support characters. You'd see it three, four, five, six, seven, you know, ego, whatever. Hopefully we see something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An MCU villains curve, we called it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever you want to call the it. Whatever. All right, so let's uh let's go ahead and take a look at uh at these spoilers now. So I want to talk about Cigarette Smoking Man main character, because I think this card is awesome. Um so Cigarette Smoking Man, he's a syndicate main character, five health, one five. He has in the shadows, so main for a yellow, hide any number of face up supporting characters on your side, and then level up, come work for me. He needs seven. When another character appears on you, appears or turns face up on your side, Cigarette Smoking Man gains an XP. And then at level two, he's got two new superpowers. He loses that in the shadows, and he's got two new powers. He's a 211, 11 butt on this guy. Uh, he has every problem has a solution. I love this power. Main green, enemy players lose each text power with the word can or can't until your next turn. That's just hilarious to me. Uh, and then he has the Spartan Virus, main, yellow, red. Choose an enemy character, an enemy supporting character. Sorry, choose a supporting character on each player's side. Uh, KO each other supporting character. So everybody goes down to one supporting character. What are your guys' thoughts on the cigarette smoking man? I love this control power on him that makes them lose can or can't powers, which is a lot of powers. It fits his, his what he did in the, in, the, in the series. I mean, he was behind the scenes manipulating a whole lot of shit. Um, so from that point of view, it makes perfect sense. I think it's dope, man. I I really like that in a in a universe like photographic, where everything's really turned my dudes right. That you you play a lot higher level game with this MC, um, especially his level up condition. Like the the power one and his level up condition, being able to hide all your MCs. Yeah, it means he's probably going to take a knee. But how does how does this work? Beginning of turn recovery. If he recovers when everyone else recovers, then he still gets to see all that XP. And I don't know. I I think I think he's he's sneaky strong. And the whole Spartan virus thing, like that's gonna wreck people's lives when you play a Thanos and then play Spartan virus. Oh man! And all you have left is your Thanos. And they have one character, and then you pass, and they have to like lose one of those two characters. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, that it's, seems, that seems it's gross, man. Like it's gross. All right, uh, what are some of the cards in here that uh, that you guys are excited for? I know the uh, the agendas are in here. Dude, the agendas are nuts. Like at, when I first read the agenda, the whole agenda breakdown, I was not interested because the first agenda I read was if you have no cards in hand, draw four cards, and I'm like that seems 
not that strong. But then I read how the agendas work, and the wheels started turning, and I'm like, it's not that hard to get to no cards in hand, especially with cards out there like Malak. True. Yeah, yeah I think these this agenda is a really cool mechanic. It's uh, it's basically a separate, it's another side deck, right? If, if yeah. you start the game with a, a syndicate main character, you get to pick one of these agenda plot twists to start outside the game to play later on. Which is, is just so cool. And uh, I think Assassinate is really cool. Uh, it's uh, an agenda, KO, and enemy supporting character. Play this only while there are at least four supporting characters on your side. Uh, I think that's awesome. Uh, just, you know, kill an ego outright. Yeah, it looks like we're going to get two more. Yeah, just looking at the four. numbers for the set. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks like we're going to get four. I like the... Uh... What was the one plot twist they showed late today? That parallel. Um, oh, we we've been trying to we've been trying to break parallel all day. <laughs> yeah, I, I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, ooh. That's <laughs> like I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember exactly what it did. But I was like, yeah, uh, as soon as I saw that, I was let's like, let's go ahead and jump to today's article. Then I'll have both of these linked down below, so you guys can go look at all the cards. Um, but we're just gonna pick out some highlights, and there are some highlights in today's article. Um, so let's talk about that card real quick then. Let me go find it. Parallel Dimension. Uh, so it's a one-of-a-kind Monster of the Week plot twist. Uh, and it's so Bill to put this card on your side as a 0-1 duplicate of your main character with one health. So it's basically a copy of your main character that takes all their powers but is a 0-1. Uh, so what are your guys' uh, thoughts on this? Have we come up with any way to break it yet? Uh, we... We came up with some clever stuff because um, in the article it says that the parallel can't transform, level up, level down, gain XP. It, it just, it's just a right-then copy. So one of the things I brought up is you can, you can copy your Bruce Banner and you always have a genius, like, a genius button. So beginning your turn, if he gets stunned, then you don't have the character anymore. But he's never going to level. He's never going to transform. You just have an extra card that you get to draw at return. Um, Iron Man has that uh, arc. What's, what's the name of that power? Day thirty-seven or whatever. Oh yeah, the, and the that power. that counts the instant of that card or of that uh, power, not on that card, but at all sources. I'm pretty sure. So getting two off of that feels pretty good too. That seems pretty good. Yeah. I wouldn't mind them with Dormammu. Like when you're struggling with Dormammu to get rid of somebody's deck and you play that guy down and get, guess what? I get an extra use of this power. That seems really strong, no. yeah. Mill some more. Being able to mill twice feels great. Yeah. Or, in the yeah. case of Outriders, you then can pay blue twice and kill two of their Outriders rather than just one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, or if, if you have MCU Iron Man <laughs> level two. Pay two blues, draw two cards every time you play a card. Oh God, that seems so good. That's that's disgusting. <laughs> what yeah. was the? Uh, I mean, Bert Bert thought of some nastiness. I don't know if he wants to get into it. It might be it might be secret tech. What but... What did I think about you talking about for the for the the clone, mm -hmm. the zero one clone? Yeah. Oh man. Um. Who are that sure, why not? Why not? <laughs> We were so we were talking about Nick Fury, and we were talking about Carol, and how she would come in because of emergency powers, and you make a clone of her. But that doesn't really like a a zero one with wings and a gun. It doesn't really do anything. But no, I was talking about I was talking about cloning Nick Fury, and then when that clone dies, because you just oh, slam so that the clone zero one dies? clone, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. you just summon her from your deck and get like a freaking three health behemoth on turn. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever turn you drew, you drew parallel. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you there's could just crash be... the clone, right? <laughs> yeah, you just you make a clone, you crash the clone, you you pay to find Carol. <laughs> yeah, no, that's hot. That's hot. Yeah. <laughs> there's oh, elite, elite tech coming out of here. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that seems pretty good. All right, let's talk about the highlight card out of this. Uh, this Mr. is just is it, Mr. Burt? You talking about Mr. Burt? Yeah, yeah, it's Mr. Burt. Burt, what do you think of Mr. Burt? Mr. Burt. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> if he had wings, he'd be fine. That card's never, ever, 
ever going to see play, I don't think. He doesn't do enough. I still can't think of a plot twist within the photographic universe that gives defense. Like, I can think of one card. Uh, no Glad you move, demonic cruelty. Demonic cruelty, no you move, friend from work. Uh, what else? I think that might be it, actually. I kind of thought he'd be really good with uh, Jen if you loaded up your, your sideboard with, like, illustrated plots. But you specifically have to gain defense? What is this card, man? The twist has to give defense. So, like, the best card that you can play with it is best offense. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. You could play Jen and get, like, Sacred Ground out of it. Is Sacred Ground more than five? Yeah, it's six if you play Utopia, Asteroid M, or frickin' School for Gifted. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but that's like at least like two but, wishes. But you're not no, able to. You're no. not even able to play that if you're playing no. Jin. Like, <laughs> all right, so 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 let's talk about the actual highlight card that I was talking about because we mentioned her a couple times. Let's talk about Jin. So Jin is a seven cost, five eleven, two health, monster of the week. She's one of a kind, and she has be careful what you wish for. And it's build, pay a blue, make a wish. So what is a wish? So, if you have Jen in your deck, you start the game with a wish pile. Uh, your wish pile consists of three different cards, two copies of each card. You cannot choose tokens, you cannot choose a main character or a location, uh, you cannot choose cards uh, that go in a, a, like a side pile of their own, like um, face huggers or something like that. Uh, Interestingly enough, though, you can choose cards that could not normally go in your deck, like Illustrated Universe cards or uh, other teams' loyalty plot twists. Uh, And you can also choose cards that you already have in your deck, even if you have a max copies of it. So you could have four copies of uh, Friend from Work in your deck and two more in in your wish pile. And how this works is when you make a wish, you pick a card out of the pile, you take one, your opponent takes the other copy, and you can now both play those cards at your discretion. So what are your guys' thoughts on Jen? This card is broken as hell. Um, this is exactly what I've been waiting for for a long, 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 long time for Photo. Um, if you do it right, she basically says, pay a blue in the game. And I'm going to be looking personally into that a lot as the as the Photo comes and goes. Um Unfortunately, <clears throat> come January, she's a little nerfed, but uh, we're going to do the best we can anyway. This card's amazing. Yeah, what are your thoughts on this, Scott? Um, I think it's pretty cool, pretty janky, and it's a, it's also a sell more product card because um, now everybody's going to need like more than four copies of a card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And like, so, so they already ruled you can use one of a kind cards with this. I think, I think yeah. that's it's hard to follow all the ruling discussions on the collective. But as far as I can tell, you can use one of a kind cards with this, but you have to have multiple copies. So yep. now you got to buy multiple boxes if you want to have Kobic or a Comet Fall of Iathan or something in your uh, in your wish pile. Yeah, just think now you need. Uh, so if you want. Um, three one of a kinds of a card, one in your deck and two in the in the uh, wish pile. Now you have to buy three copies of Legacy just to have it, just to have your three copies of Kobic. Right, uh, what are your thoughts on this overall, Vito? Uh, you know, I it's it's bittersweet because I read the card and I'm just like, okay, cool, one of a kind wish pile. Wish pile's nutty. We can do some crazy, crazy things with the wish pile. But you're still talking about like a one in sixty card. She's there's one of her in your deck and she costs seven. It's likely that you're gonna hit her. Just, you know, from probability's sake. But at the same time, I don't know why she gives it to the opponent too. Like that's my biggest complaint. There's <laughs> no <we> reason. <laughs> there's no reason that a one in sixty card that is one of a kind and a seven drop has to also be equally or mutually beneficial for my opponent. Because uh, if I'll she was one-sided, that. she would always win the game. It, At least if you're goes, giving your... Let's let the X-Files authority, yeah. 
it goes to the theme because the gen in in uh in the X Files always t- tried to twist your wish and use it against well, I mean, you. And, like and that's, lore, that's why lore wise wishes have yeah. always been double edged swords, and I get that. Yeah. And I'm, I and that's I appreciate why. I appreciate the flavor of the card. Yeah, what I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah. no, I, 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 I don't. I don't want this to happen. I would have much rather her said something along the lines of like, um, you get one wish and it's Thanos level power. And if you don't win the, like at the end of the turn, you lose the game Mulder, or something. Mulder, like Mulder, Mulder can guarantee he's going to drag her out. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that's true. Mulder, Mulder finds her and that's, yeah. that's going to be super, super helpful. Yeah. So um, you really yeah, want to set up a deck around that and to to guarantee that you're going to get some sort of win con out of it, like Dark Phoenix in a, in a, in a perfect world. Oh, like, in a like perfect universe. Room, like, like, everyone's, like everyone's obvious choice for this card? Yeah. yeah. She would be so hacked if she didn't have that downside. That would be the most, yeah, un- but- that would be the most unreasonable thing I think I've ever seen in this game. But it, it so obviously, the like, smart player is not is... going to is not going to let their opponent benefit as as hard. But if it was only one sided, I get to use the entire binder. Now I get to use like four cards, oh. <laughs> and I would I would rather <laughs> access to the whole binder. And now that and now that the photo ruling, which I'm sure is the very next thing we're going to talk about. <laughs> Now that like the photo the the format ruling is in case, I have access to like one card that I even care about. She's honestly not even worth it in photo only. Like, what are you gonna do? Grab Surter? Waste the time. <laughs> Grab um, Surter. Yeah, let's let's quickly talk about that nonsensical thing that's going down next next year. Yeah, so it's it's now been ruled that, uh, and I'll just be honest. I don't I don't have a problem with this at all. Um, but Jen is, even though she can take illustrated cards into the wish pile, uh, she will always be limited to the format that she's in. Um, so in the case of photo only, your wish pile is also limited to photo only. Which for me means that my wish pile is just, (laughs) it's a fifth Thanos. It's a fifth thing, uh, (laughs) friends from work. And I don't know, like a fifth Mordo. Like it's not the intent of the card, though. That's what's pissing me off. Like the so the wish pile is. Why would I wish for? Why would I wish for photo cards when I already have access to them from January to March? You know, you know what they're doing for dreams to come true, dude. I want to make a wish. They're safe proofing. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're they're like, uh. We don't want to see any sort of crazy mimic shenanigans that we didn't think about, so we're going to limit the context in which we let this card work in formats. Have but I don't all even think it's that. Want. That's so I don't even sad, think it's that nefarious. I think I think that it's just it's it makes sense. The, the format rules are the format rules, and that's going to be the case in any format. Like you can't even play Jin in an illustrated format. I so agree. of course, of course, it has to follow the format rules. But what I'm saying is, how awesome would it have been if we had just crazy gin decks? In so January? okay. So Veeds just served everybody just now, but I'm gonna add to that. Like, okay, so if you had a problem, if Jen was gonna be super broken, right? No matter what format she was in, why did you even fix your face to make the card then? If you knew she was, oh wait. We can't have her with all the cards now. Let's just uh, let's just tone it back, or let's just give her three months worth of cards instead of all of the cards. Why did you even bother making the card then? That doesn't make any sense. If you look uh, in the article, it's clear she's meant to be quote unquote broken or quote unquote pushed. Why would you unpush or unbreak a broken pushed card? That doesn't make I, sense, dude. Well, what you're implying is that the developers or the designers are designing this card within the realms of the format, not within the realms of the game. Jin is a global card, but we're dealing with a regional problem. Out, out when, when we're playing multiverse again, which is, by the way, never, uh, but when we're playing multiverse again, <laughs> Jin's going to do so many cool things. 
That's oh what's sad, God. though, is Secret she's Wars. never going to have <laughs> She's always going to miss. She's always going to be six months off. She's never going to do what she's intended to do. Well, and she's like, in the game the to same... make a wish, and she's never going to make the wish you want her to make. That it's the exact same thing as the Outriders. The Outriders are not oppressive in an open format. In photo only, yeah, they're going to they're be everywhere. And just kind of going off what Vito is saying, I think this is kind of what you're getting at. Is like, I don't particularly want Danny and Ben to be designing cards around formats. I would rather them just make the cards they want to make and then let the formats be what they are. Or just get rid of formats. <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> Real talk, man. Make-A-Wish format. This is happening make a wish once on the low. Let's, let's do a charity, let's do a charity yeah, format. There's where, perfect where, charity <laughs> format event for Christmas, man. Holy. <laughs> well, all the proceeds will go to St. Uh, what's, what's the one? St. Jude. Children's charity or make a wish, and it'll be dope. Yep. And everybody has to have a wish deck. Yeah, everybody oh, yeah. has. It's like you Yo, have to have. I'm telling <laughs> you right now, Jen. I looked at Jen and I was like, "This is this is this is okay. I'm okay with this." Because I'm telling you right now, I was on my way out on photo. I was about to just pack it up and never touch them again. Um, like those cards are so broken already. Mordo, are you joking me? Killmonger? But then I was like, no, you know what? They're going to give me a little tidbit. They're going to give me a little fun nugget. And they, they gave me said fun nugget, and it just so happens that it comes with poop on it. Like, oh, you can only sometimes play this, and it no, will never be at max potential. But here, you know here's, your, here's your thing. It's that South Park episode where Cartman jumps up on Mr. Garrison's deck at desk and takes a dookie and just is like <laughs> and just looks at you like <laughs> you I mean, but at That's the same so time sad, dude. That's such at, a... the, at the same time it's, it's gonna it's gonna do the same thing that mimic did to us in that mimic format it's gonna make it where we're, the obvious choices are being taken away and we're going to have to expand our deck building prowess and find like actual cards to put in that wish pile to make her worth it that are not going to immediately benefit our opponents as well. We're we're gonna find something spectacular. <laughs> nah, I'm cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, uh, dude. Like my favorite thing my favorite thing within the universe that I think we could do with with uh, with Jin is she's a seven drop, so we play her on seven. We go ahead and grab ourselves an eight drop. Let's just say movie Thanos because he's the best card in the whole world. Um, then we pass the turn. If we went first, we handed them an eight drop. They can't play. And I'm going to play my eight drop next turn. And Jin has two life for some reason. So I'm going to grab my nine drop next turn so that I'm just ready and handing them cards that they can't even play. That's, that's two cards that I get in my opponent that are completely useless to them. Hey, and I'm going to get immediate value out of. Hey, man, you know what? Jen just goes on that list of the greatest mysteries, the greatest unsolved mysteries in verses, such as, remember how we were talking about Cable way back when? Why is Cable so uh, what? Uh, poor Cable, man. Ripped Cable. How, 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 he doesn't, how we don't have X-Men equipment for that young man, it doesn't make sense. Well, here goes another one. How Jen can't make wishes that you want to wish. It just hey man, be careful what you wish make for. Sense, that's, dude. that's the name of the game. Uh, <laughs> careful what you wish for, bro. Oh man. <laughs> tell, tell John to make it a side deck at uh, at his event. Feels tell bad, him to make a secret war side event, man. You'll get your wish. No, I, I guarantee I guarantee the Oklahoma event is getting a secret wars uh oh, Jesus. a secret wars tournament for sure. But you know what? Uh-huh. I could always make a wish and get myself a, a zero thirty, one of a kind. You can. Just grab Mr. Burt, man. I can that, grab that Mr. Burt. Yep. The greatest card ever. This, and you know what? A wish you know how many, well fulfilled. You know how, many, you know how many times the Outriders have to attack my main character to get over Mr. Burt? <laughs> neither, neither do I, but it's a lot. <laughs> it's definitely more than, more than one, right? 
Sure. Actually, no, it's one because because they'll get twelve tokens. Twelve plus eighteen is thirty. So yeah, it's like one time. But <laughs> all right, do you guys have any more X Files cards you want to talk about? I mean, we pretty uh-huh. much hit all the highlights. Just that I love Bark Creature and uh, Bark Monster. I think they're. I pretty also cool. really like Creatures. those. I think those. I think those are super nifty cards. And I'm interested to see someone make a devil, a devil dinosaur, moon girl deck that doesn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, I want, want to, I want to see if like that can work. Um, and I, I do think your your idea with um, just like you said, the eight and nine drop with uh, it, with the uh, with uh, Maldor is like, like a good way to use the wishes because he'll just rip her out. And then oh, yeah. he'll automatically guarantee having an eight and a nine drop. I mean, yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure, I'm sure Mulder's whole deck is just like survive to seven, and yep. and play the end game. Ironically, that's that's Dormammu's entire plan as well, is survive yeah. first few turns. Yep. All that's right. Cool. Do you guys have anything else you want to add, Bert? Plug your podcast. Hey, anchor YouTube. Uh, come check out New York Minute. You know how we do over here. Uh, we got we got all kinds of five life format decks. We about to start kicking some ass for midwinter. Come check me out. Uh, link below. Holla at your boy. What are you doing next? Um, what's today? Well, I just talked about crystal because come on now. And um, I think next week I'm probably gonna talk about like some random main. I don't even know right now. Um, it's gonna be Nick Fury. He's gonna try to try to make Nick Fury work. Nick Fury, sure. you can't grab Captain uh, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, well that's gonna do it for this week's episode of This Week in Versus. Let us know what you think about all this stuff. What do you think about Spider Friends? What do you think about the Outrider situation? Do you think it's a problem? And what are you guys really excited to see in the X Files battle? Uh, so, uh, we'll see you guys next week or probably the week after since this is kind of every other week in versus now. Uh, I am C stacks. Bert, you want to say peace? Peace. Scott, make a wish. Peace. Vito. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>